A very cold open to today's Zabecast for obvious reasons. The stunning and heartbreaking news to many that Kobe Bryant dies in a helicopter crash just a day after LeBron James had passed him on the all-time scoring list. The news jolted everybody in the mid-afternoon on Sunday and spread, of course, like wildfire to the point where you started to say, is it possible this is just one of those internet rumors? And then with every minute that passed and with every non-rebuttal of the original story, your heart started to sink and your stomach started to turn itself in knots and your head started to spin trying to get your head around this type of news. Kobe Bryant was on an incredible redemption arc in modern American sports, both from a young phenom identified at an early age who struggled in his early years with the Lakers, became an absolute icon in the sport, and the closest approximation to Michael Jeffrey Jordan than any basketball player since his airness. And that is no disrespect to LeBron James, but LeBron James is not like Kobe Bryant. Everybody knows that. In fact, many Laker fans are still slow to warm up to LeBron James because he's not Kobe Bryant. That's why they call him Kobe Stans, S-T-A-N-S, which is a term, I forget exactly the origin, but it's those diehards uh, who will go all the way to the end of the earth for their guy, a Stan. Kobe Bryant was on an incredible redemption arc because his career, right in the middle of it, was rocked to the core by an allegation of rape by a young woman at a hotel in Colorado where he was there to rehab his knee, an allegation that never made it actually to trial. It got close before she decided, I can't go through with this. There was a civil settlement that came from it. There was a public apology he made to his wife. And there was a long climb back up for Kobe Bryant's image and his endorsability and his embraceability. But he was on that path. And he was also doing things now that were worthwhile and interesting. The Kobe Bryant detail series on ESPN Plus apparently is fascinating. That he was working with uh, young kids and young female basketball players, young girl basketball players, uh, which is part of the tragedy that he happened to have his daughter Gigi with him on that helicopter that went down. He was on the right path, there's no question about it. No one's perfect, obviously, and Kobe certainly wasn't, but this news is a gut punch. No question about it. It's up there amongst the other high-profile, superstar, iconic athletes who have been taken, I think, I hate to say taken from us. It sounds cheesy. They don't belong to us. We're fans. We're media members. uh, But taken too soon, for sure, at 41 years old. And to think of the people who are left behind, the only thing that I, it's really tough for me with this whole story is, the posing on the internet and the posing on social media. And I don't mind fans doing it. It's the media people that it's hard for me to stomach. 99.9% of them have never met Kobe Bryant. And yet they're using this now to say all the things like, 
Oh, this to become a life philosopher. This is why you should hug your loved ones every day. Okay, thanks. Making tangential points about them. You know, I was just driving by Kobe's high school gym when I heard the news. Emoji. Sentiment. Boo-hoo. I'm in tears. Just from media members, enough already. Come on now. But that's what's going to happen now for the next 24 hours. It's going to be a race to see who can show the most empathy, who can uh, deliver the most loving eulogy, etc., etc. We shouldn't calibrate our sympathies based on somebody's point total in a stupid fucking game. But that's how the world works with public figures. Marilyn Monroe always gets more sympathy in newspaper headlines than the death of man selling newspapers on corner number two. Hell of a story. And to try to make a little bit more sense of it, a little depth and perspective, I've moved up Andy Poland to Monday, which is only appropriate. So we go ahead without his bouncy intro music, lest we be deemed insensitive. And we cold call him at his residence on this Sunday. I have eschewed your music, Andy. It just didn't quite feel right. Yeah, yeah, sad day. That was uh, that was something else, man. That to to hear the news and to process it and to think about it, it really was one of those. Man, I got I got something in my gut right now. It's like this is this is terrible. Like this you know, kind of it, news it, in sports, we don't have many of our super iconic people pass away, do we? No, and and the the way the news flow works, you know, here I'm watching the Maryland basketball game and I'm checking Twitter because I want to see what people are saying about the game and how it's unfolding. And I see this tweet from Andrew Siciliano who says, I'm hoping TMZ got hacked. And I'm thinking, oh. hmm? What what's that? And then I, you know, every like everybody else, you go to TMZ and oh my God. No, this can't be. Now, I I would have immediately dismissed it. However, I remember sitting with you in the studio when TMZ first reported that Michael Jackson had died. Yeah. And I said, "Oh, TMZ." And you said, "No, no, no. They they get these things right." And and sure enough, they they were out in front on on both uh, Kobe and and the fact that his daughter passed away. TMZ has run circles around all the other legacy media in this particular story. In fact, some of the legacy media have complete egg on their face reporting as much as all of Kobe Bryant's family was on the helicopter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I saw some young reporter who on ABC, they they went to it uh, about five 30 and he had to apologize for reporting. All four were gone. That, that was, I mean, I don't know. How do you do that? And should there be any sort of repercussions or anything for erroneous reports like that, or no? Just what well, it is. I, I think it's it's a symptom of what's happened in the media that there used to be more editors who would have said, "No, no, let's make sure we've got this rock solid before we put it on the air." And now, in this age of you just put it out, and if it's wrong, you correct it. Uh, it's fine. I think that you get away with that kind of thing now. Right? How about Allison Morris of MSNBC? who had to tweet, earlier today while reporting on the tragic news of Kobe Bryant's passing, I unfortunately stuttered on air, combining the names of the Knicks and the Lakers to say yeah. Nakers. Yeah, 
much. Oh, that. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Please yeah, and, know, and, you know I did not and would never use a racist term. I apologize for the confusion this caused. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure she, she didn't mean to do it. But, again, with social media, these things don't go away. And they get tweeted and retweeted and put out on Instagram, and they don't go away. Right. Um, the media media inaccuracy is, is not good. TMZ is the most connected entity in L.A. I mean, they've yeah. got every, every barmaid, every uh, doorman, every valet guy. I mean, they put the money out on the streets. We need a picture. We need a quote. We need some video. We need some dirt. What do we got? And they had this thing. Bing, bang, boom, right from the start. Yeah. Yes, they did. Yeah. It's, so, uh, it's really amazing. What is the uh, what is the comp to this in our lifetime? I was thinking about that. Um, you know, it, it's, it's different than Len Bias in that Len Bias made a tragic mistake uh, with cocaine. Um uh, you know, Dan Daly put something out. Uh, he was a longtime writer with the Washington Times. He he likened it to Newt Rockney, who died in a plane crash in I'm, the 1930s. I'm looking at it right here, and I'm looking at the Daily Tweet. Uh, Grantland Rice signed off with, or uh, ended his report with, there are a few in this world who can't be replaced. Newt Rockney is one of the few. Here is yeah. one wide gap that can't be closed. Copyright 1931, the North American Newspaper Alliance. Rockney was still coaching and, you know, was at the top of his game. Uh, Kobe wasn't playing basketball anymore, but, you know, he was starting to do some big things with his life. He'd already won an Academy Award and you wondered, you know, what he was going to do in the next chapter, you know, maybe follow like Michael Jordan, buy a team. I mean, the one thing about athletes in modern times, wealth means power. And the top-of-the-line athletes who make a lot of money and know what to do with it can have power, like a guy like Jordan. And Kobe may have been trending in the same direction. No, I think he definitely was. And then, of course, always muddying the water to a certain extent was that thing in Eagle, Colorado, which had it happened in the age of Twitter, had it happened anywhere close to the Me Too era, that would have been it for Kobe Bryant. He was able to come back from that, even though his case, when you really read the details of what he even admitted to foolishly in a late night sit down with detectives that is on the record and you can find the documents is really, really bad. It was by all accounts, a straight up rape. Yeah, no, it it was, it was terrible. And here we are all these years later and he's stayed together with his wife. They've had two younger children now. Right. And seemingly he was everything you'd want in a father. I mean, he, what he was doing today was he was doing what a lot of parents are doing, going to either coach or watch their kids right. in some type of an activity. Now, he wasn't taking a car like most people do. He was taking a helicopter, but he was doing the most dadly thing yeah. that, that people do with kids that age. And, uh, you know, when I first heard about it, I thought, oh, Gosh, he's flying to some high-powered meeting to meet with some executive somewhere. And no, it was uh, he was going to coach his daughter in a basketball game. Yeah, uh, the the helicopter. So it, adding to the media inaccuracy as we tape this on Sunday night at seven fifteen. I guess the latest report is there were nine fatalities. Yes, yeah. and I saw right. a picture of the helicopter which has his Mamba logo on it, and it was huge. It's a big. You know, it's a, it's like it's like a helicopter bus that he flew all around L.A. and has for years. Which I don't know how many 
people fly. There's a lot of rich people in L.A. that are not going to sit in traffic. But mm-hmm. how is the airspace big enough to accommodate everyone's helicopter? I don't know. I, you know, and from the report I saw was the weather was a factor that there was too much cloud cover uh, right. when he was flying. You know. Well, I don't and, know about that. Had, I had heard there was engine trouble, but we'll we'll find out more in okay. the coming days to be yeah. sure. But yeah. um, you know, it, it, and you just it's it's one of these things you don't I mean you don't ever think about. You don't think about, and so yeah. I guess it's akin to. I know golf is a much more niche sport, but Payne Stewart mm-hmm. was still playing because he had just finished the Ryder Cup, the epic comeback at Brookline. It was a couple days later that his aircraft lost oxygen and went on a ghost flight halfway across the U.S. Uh, before finally crashing somewhere in South Dakota. He was still an active player, but he was kind of at the end of his career, and it's a niche sport. He's not Kobe Bryant. In terms of big-name athletic figures dying suddenly, shockingly, um, I'm trying to think who else would be up in this category. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, 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 again, it's it's somebody who who left the game, so it, it wasn't like he was still playing. But we've had, you know, we've had deaths. You know, bias is, is one that, that comes to mind. Um, Thurman Munson. No, Thurman Munson was, and he was flying his own plane. Uh, and that was that was something he was doing on off days. His family lived in Ohio. Oh, the Philly, he, the Philly picture, the Philly, the Philadelphia pitcher who died in his experiment yeah. or his experimental aircraft, flying his own plane. I yeah. mean, you know, you, you're liking this to. I mean, he wasn't an athlete, but you're liking this to JFK Jr. Um, well, he's not. Um, I'm I mean, just trying to keep it in the Roy Halladay as the guy I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there was a couple of Yankees that also died in small plane crashes, but not yeah. as big. Of a star, I mean, Halliday was a Cy Young Award winner, so right, right. there's that. Um, yeah. So the one thing that I just and I said in a prelude to calling you, I said hardest thing for me to take is the media grandstanding that is going on right now and will continue for the next forty eight hours at least. I was crying. Yeah. I'm in tears. I'm going to cut a video. So many thirsty media members and wannabe media members are going to try to piggyback on this to say he was my idol and my inspiration. I'll never forget the one time I asked him a question at the All-Star game and he looked me in the eyes and therefore my experience with him is validated. Shut the fuck up. Well, there were a couple that, that were very close to him. I don't know if you've had a chance to read Bill Plaschke's column in the L.A. Times. No. But, uh, yeah, he's, and it was a, a tone that you wouldn't think of from a middle-aged white guy columnist. But uh, it What was, was the it tone? Was quite good. Well, he said, you know, he became a columnist when Kobe came to the Lakers. And they were very, very close. And Kobe and he, would. he said he didn't have an entourage, that he and Kobe would walk to the parking lot together. Uh, after games, that uh, when he would email him, he would get right back to him, um, and they had a, a very close relationship. I, I would think that that Stephen A. Smith, who who you might accuse oh, of boy. Pro- probably Does... probably had a relationship with him because that's the kind of you know way he he rolled around. I mean, I, I think I think that was sincere. But yes, there are some. Well, I fully fleeting. Yeah, I fully yeah. expect Stephen A. to be a do a full Stephen A. And I expect yeah. uh, Greenberg to do a Weasley Greenberg eulogy tomorrow on Get Up. I'm yeah, just saying, yeah. the further you get from actually having known him, go easy. Right, 
Right. Just don't, 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 don't use this to boost your career. Exactly. Because, you know, because you, you once had an encounter with him. That's correct. Right. Yes. Uh, by the way, right. the LA times has dropped their paywall for their right. coverage of Kobe's death. They say, if you value this kind of work, please consider supporting it with a subscription. I think they're doing it all wrong. This was a chance for them to pick up a nice bump in subscriptions. That was when you're going to well, pay them like, for it, right? I think I think they want to expose it to other people, and you know, people across the country will read their work more so than they normally would. I think there's a lot of that to it. Uh, did you hear uh, Jay Williams? Just a really today's a tough day. Today's a hard day, and I hope that um, everybody at home, you, you give that person next to you, um, whatever thing you have wrong in your life with them, if this might be small or big. Let that shit go. Doesn't matter. I know I curse. I'm sorry. It's okay. None of that stuff matters, yeah. man. This is uh, it's about life and uh, being precious with every damn second we have here. Because it, from somebody who knows who almost happened to me like that, man, it's just over. It's done randomly, randomly, arbitrarily. And uh, you know his his four girls and his wife. We uh, we need to come around them and support them and help them. And the NBA should cancel all games today. Um, Which uh, they did. There was one game, I guess, that was too late to cancel. And so well, the Wizards react- are playing. Oh, I thought I saw it said they were canceling games tonight. No, huh? no Wizards. No, the Wizards actually they did what they did. They had uh, Trey Young, who wears number eleven for the Hawks, came out wearing number eight. They got a jersey made up from really fast that had his last name on it. Uh, the Hawks. Uh, I guess inbounded the ball or won the tap or whatever, and they right. did an eight-second violation, and then the ball was inbounded to the Wizards, and they held it for a 24-second violation, right. and there was a timeout called. Trey Young changed into his regular 11 jersey, and then the game uh, commenced. Yeah. So uh, Shaquille O'Neal with a uh, thought for him, and uh, that you know how contentious that those their relationship got as it devolved yeah. in L.A. Brooks Kepka says Kobe Bryant was my hero growing up. Who cares, dude? You're a golfer. Baker Mayfield has, I think, one of the more tone-deaf uh, tweets. Kobe, you were my idol. Don't care. Period. Mentally through and through, thank you. Thank you. To your family, I wish y'all nothing but the very best. What? <laughs> That's not Nothing but the tone. very best. God. The very best. There is no very best. Yeah, Their they, lives are like, imploded. What, what are you talking about? Prayers yeah. and thoughts with you don't begin to describe what we want for y'all. Yeah. Well, this is the 280 character world we live in. No, but you know, this is to be, this is shitty know. tone, y'all. Love and respect to number eight and number 24 forever. And then hashtag Mamba mentality, hashtag Mamba. Shut up, Baker Mayfield, you fucking douche. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. And then there's uh, the clips of him playing basketball with uh, his daughter that was on that helicopter, Gigi. And uh, I know he's been filming a lot of his life. Here it is. Nice swish. Nice big, nice big house with a gym uh, inside it, as you would expect. What's that? Have you seen the uh, Jimmy Kimmel uh, clip that's been? Uh, I have. On, on, uh, tw- yeah, that's, I have. that's really awful. Andrew Brand, who I like, says I, I've used the phrase "he imposed his will" a lot about athletes. I started using it with Kobe. He truly imposed his will. 
Okay, great. Yeah, noted. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, you know. I and mean, then there's they, they, Doc Rivers. Here's Doc Rivers. Let's get a little dose yeah, of Doc Rivers. Yeah, he couldn't even speak. Yeah. About two minutes and 19 seconds of this. I don't have time for it, but that's obviously understandable. Damn. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. what will be the last, will there be a net net of this at some point? What do you expect? I would imagine the NBA is going to do quite a bit for him and about him. All-Star game is coming up, Andy. I'm sure that's going to yep. be one of the most watched All-Star games in recent memory. Yeah, I heard one suggestion that one team wear number eight, all the players, and one team wear 24. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, uh, you know, the, the thing about the NBA is it doesn't take many players. Baseball, you have 25 guys on a roster. Football, 53. Basketball, it's 13 or 14, and only, you know, three or four are really of great significance. And uh, so when you have somebody like this, it's it doesn't just affect the team, it affects right. the league. And and he, you know, the the other thing about him that people forget because it's so long, when he came into the league, there hadn't been smaller players who came right from high school. Moses Malone was a big man, went through the NBA by way of the ABA. Uh, Kevin Garnett had only played a year in the league. He six eleven. And the thought that Kobe Bryant at 6'6 was going to go right from high school. Yeah. And high school, by the way, which would be like the high school my kids went to, Wooten High School or some school in, in Fairfax. It wasn't the math. It wasn't Gonzaga. It was a public high school in Philadelphia. And, and he was going to make that leap at a guard was inconceivable. And he not only did it, he did it on one of the two franchises of the league that yeah. really mattered and, uh- and, and did it so well. And I remember when he came in, the talk was, well, where is he going to play? Because he's in between. It's too small for a power forward. The the answer was he's going to play wherever the fuck he wants because he was a stone-cold killer. And when you needed a basket to win the game, that's the guy you had to go to. And I remember when the split happened with Shaq, at least I was lucky enough to be right once in my life. I said, you got to go with Kobe. I said, Shaq is getting fatter and fatter, and it is not as much a big man game anymore, and Kobe Bryant, when the game is tied in the fourth quarter, will win you a championship. They both won championships without each other, but there was that phase where they didn't really like the fact that they weren't still together and sort of blamed each other. And Shaq's doing his... Kobe won two, Shaq won one. True. And and Shaq Shaq joined a great player, whereas Kobe had to build his own team. And Dwayne Wade. Wade. Reggie, Reggie, uh, Reggie White, yeah, Jerome Brown, that's another one. Hank Gathers, mm-hmm. uh, Donnie Moore, who committed suicide. Yeah, Donnie Moore was himself. a. I, I don't want to demean those since we're now judging our sympathies based on how good a ball player they were. Which that's the other thing that bothers me. We just we shouldn't calibrate our sympathies because a guy scored a lot of points, but that's right. how public life works, right? Yeah, well, you you know, you grieve for his, his daughter, maybe even more. Kobe had a life. She, she right? didn't have the opportunity. But there's you a know, lot of daughters out there whose dads have died. That's, yeah. I guess, my only thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Bobby Phils, former Charlotte. Yeah, car wreck. Were uh, you there then? Was that? No, I was gone. Uh, Derek Thomas, uh, who died in a car wreck on a snowy road uh, in Kansas City after he'd retired. Dale Earnhardt, of course, died 
actually right. on uh, the the not the field, but on the track. Uh, right. Then, of course, there was Pat Tillman. That was pretty mm-hmm. shocking. I think Tillman was pretty shocking. Uh, Corey Lytle was well, the other was- Yankee who uh, had a plane accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tillman went to war, so there was there was always that risk. But you thought, well, you yeah. know, star NFL player, he's is he going to be in that situation? And then Sean happened? Taylor, and how and and shame on us for not mentioning Sean Taylor. Yeah, yeah. I think that was that was uh, another one, but 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 this one was was different in that he'd already had his career. Those some of the ones you, you talked about were at the prime of their their careers, and right. he had his, and it was it, you know, and it's just one of those things. It's like. And you say, well, you know, you take your life with your hands when you get in a helicopter. Yeah, maybe, but he'd been traveling like this a lot. I mean, this is yeah. like his form of a car. That's the thing. I, I just wonder, you know, uh, how many hours he'd been in it. And, I mean, yeah, helicopters. Would you Have you flown in a helicopter? I think I may have been in one once. I, 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 I don't remember too well, but I, that, that's probably it. You know, most people don't don't ride in one, but... You know, there've been uh, in the days before you had all these computer cameras to to tell you what the traffic was. Uh, the traffic reporters for television and radio stations used to do the traffic from a helicopter, and there were a number of of crashes over the years. A Didn't, famous one in New York: a woman was killed. Oh, absolutely! Didn't, by the way, the uh, traffic reporter here in D.C. who just retired after all these years, Bob Marburg, right? Yeah. Didn't he start doing it from an airplane, a small Cessna? Yeah, I think so. And then uh, I think he one day the plane couldn't fly because of weather, and he wound up in the studio, and he stayed there for like 50 years. <laughs> and that was that. And then they invented cameras on top of poles that they could connect yeah. to the internet. And, and he, 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 was, he was great. I worked with him at, at TOP briefly, and uh, nobody was more committed to his craft than Bob Marburg. He was great. God, and, and after 50 years of the same backups, on the same yeah, fucking roads. Ah, uh, yeah, it's bumper to bumper, on, bumper to bumper on 395 heading into the city. Take extra time. Well, no shit. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> it's a day that ends in Y. Of course that road's fucked up. But he, he, he was so good at it. He could look it up. There's a wreck on 495. That's going to affect 66 in about an hour. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So real quick pivot here. Some other things. First of all, big win for your Terps. Rallied yeah. against half of your college money, the one, the, the money that went to uh, to Jeremy, who went <laughs> Jeremy. to Indiana. <laughs> yeah, he was pissed. But I mean, you know, it, it, they, they shot well. They shot so well in the first half. They, they weren't going to keep staying ahead doing that. I knew right. that the shooting would cool off, and it did. And they found a way to win at the end. Good for them. Yeah. Do you have high hopes for this? Uh, I mean, Maryland could win the national title this year. You know why? They could. I mean, it's anybody so could wide win. open. Yeah. And, and and to get a to get a Big 10 road win is an Finally. enormous step cuz yeah. nobody's getting them this year. That's true. Uh, all these games are tough. They got one at uh, Northwestern, but they were trailing mm-hmm. by 14 at mm-hmm. the half to the last place team in the conference. So, there's mm-hmm. that. I thank you for interrupting your uh Pro Bowl watching time for me today. I know you well. Was over. I was watching the Wizards when you called, but, okay. but I, I did catch a couple of minutes. I think I think Kirk threw a pick in it. Didn't, didn't I, he, uh, I didn't watch. I, I watched two seconds yeah. of it. Right around, right around. Uh, the only reason I watched the Pro Bowl, I was like, "Are they going to cut into the Pro Bowl to report on Kobe Bryant?" And the answer is no. Yeah. They flipped it over to ESPN too, and that of course inspired some people who are all their news directors and program directors. This is an outrage. You got to cut in on this. This is too big. 
I'm right, like, right. Yeah, but not everybody, like everyone can be like, oh, wow, he died. That's terrible. But I still want to watch the stupid Pro Bowl, which will still get a rating that's way too high for what it should be. Did you watch any of the NHL All-Star game on Sunday or on Saturday night? I, I tuned over to see they were doing some type of concert. And I guess it was between periods or between games, the way they do it. I, I have zero interest in that. And I don't really have any interest in the Pro Bowl or the or the NBA All-Star game. The only one that really interests me is the baseball All-Star game. Okay, so you didn't watch any of the hockey. Here, here's my hockey no. gripe. They're barely moving anymore. They went mm-hmm. to this three-on-three format with right. four different teams representing the divisions. With all-star players within the all-star, so like miniature teams. And at first, it was a fun way to do it because it was wide open ice, and the guys skated freely, and there's a lot of pass, 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 shoot, save, pass, pass, shoot, save. At some point, they just stopped moving. I'm convinced of this. Hockey fans, please back me up on this or set me straight. I'm convinced they have slowed down to the point now where it's embarrassing. I, I know why they do it. They don't want to get hurt. But you're not going to get hurt just playing a fast three-on-three hockey where there's no checking. Jesus, come on! All right, yeah. old well, man rant. I don't over. know what the rating is going to be, but uh, you know, doesn't the matter. Stanley Cup Finals don't kill it, so I, but whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's too bad yeah. though because we used to have these all-star games in all sports where guys like tried it. All-star games, as you and I know, Andy, used to look like real games. Well, I look back at some of the NBA All-Star games within the last 20 years, and you would see scores like 115, 109, something like that. Now you're seeing like 156 to 155, and it's, it's, just, it's just ridiculous. The game that, that actually was a game was played here in 2001, where you had the East yes. coming from way down to win. That yeah, was a competitive game. It was you know? a game but, that I left at halftime, if I recall. Of course I had you did. Good seats, <laughs> and I left early because that's my I had, move. I had high seats, upper deck, and I stayed for the whole thing, and it was great. Yeah, uh, Andy, did you say uh, you now that now the scores are in the one fifties? Yeah, you might want to bump that up. One eighties? Is it one eighties now? <laughs> in twenty seventeen, the West beat the East one ninety two to one eighty two. Yeah, well, the year before it was one ninety six to one seventy three, right? And then yeah, that's not that's not it, right? That's terrible, right? Uh, last year was Team LeBron versus Team Giannis, one seventy eight to one sixty four. So that brought the temperature down a bit, at least on the scoring. And we'll see what it is this year. It's at the United Center in Chicago. Has Jordan weighed in yet on Kobe's? Yes. Death? Yes, he has. And he said he was like a little brother to him. He put out yeah. a statement and uh, said he was very close to him and was uh, was shocked by it. All right. Uh, last minute. Uh, are you sad you're not at the Super Bowl, the so-called Fuller Brush Convention in our industry, sports radio? Hey, hey, how's it going? Oh, you again. Oh, wow, you're still <laughs> at that station, huh? Yeah, okay, great. You miss it? I, I are miss you it. sad? I miss, I miss it. I mean, it's, the last one I did was New Orleans, so it's been quite a while. Okay, but, so you don't uh, miss it because you haven't been. Let me tell you, I've been yeah. going to these things, and I'm not, I'm not going this week. I'm not sad, even though Miami is fantastic. Yeah. Miami is unbelievable. Wait a minute. New Orleans? Which New Orleans one did you go to? The one with the uh, Kaepernick. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. Oh, uh, wow. Wow, okay, yeah. yeah. Why did That's you go one. to that one, and why did I not? Because uh, sometimes you didn't want to go. I don't know. You, but you I would know, not but, have turned uh, down New Orleans. No, New Orleans was good. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I miss some of it. But 
I don't miss by Thursday looking at the blue curtains and saying, I've got oh, to do God. this for two more days. Oh, blue curtains are the worst. <laughs> uh, quick thought on the game. Or early lean on, on a Monday. Who's going to win? Uh, I think San Francisco is the better team, uh, but I think this promises to be one of the more competitive uh, Super Bowls we've had. I, I really like the matchups. I think you got the better quarterback, obviously, with Kansas City, but the overall better team with San Francisco. Okay, very good. And you'll be watching at home. Uh, I, yeah, actually, I think we're we're doing some type of a remote from uh, Clyde's, I think is what it's set up. So I will stay for the first half and then uh, oh. watch the second half at home. Oh, Andy. Yeah. You are you are so not happy with your station for this. <laughs> I can. Sp- well, I'm speaking for Andy. He is pissed. <laughs> you just well, want to be home in front of the TV. Yeah, but in this in this state of of affairs, it's extra cash and it's welcome. <laughs> no, I hear you. Extra cash and some great crab cakes at Clyde's. I'm sure. So yeah, yeah. That can't going beat for that. By the way, I watched yeah. the uh, NFL the NFL films. The NFL Network did a marathon of the NFL oh, yeah. films uh, recaps mm-hmm. of the Super Bowls, the little condensed 30-minute films, so to speak. Yep. <laughs> Watch the Redskins and Dolphins from the L.A. Coliseum again. Mm-hmm. It was spectacular. Billy Kilmer played the whole game without a chin strap. That's no right. lie. No, it was, without it was, it was a... a chin strap. A single bar face mask, no right. chin strap, and nobody said Boo. Right, right, and you saw it in daylight too. So the NFL films looks great instead of that grainy indoor stuff that you have l- later on. And uh, and by the way, this this upcoming Super Bowl is the one that really made the Super Bowl a and made NFL films because this is the one fifty years ago where they mic'd up Hank Stram, and that was a game changer for everybody. The genius of the Sables in oh, making really? that happen. So yeah. this is not the anniversary of Joe Namath wagging his that finger. Was, that was in 69. This would have been 1970. They played in New Orleans. And that's when they went to Hank Stram the night before the game, asked him to be mic'd up, and asked for the coin of the realm. Yeah, that's where you that's where that story. Right, Hank. Well, that, that, as Steve Sable told it, may he rest in peace. Uh, oh, God. They, they, went to, they, they went to Hank Stram and they said, you know what? We'd love to mic you up for the game, Hank. We're doing a film on it. Would that be okay? And Hank hemmed and hawed, and they didn't know what he was you know, delaying about, and he kind of said, well, you know, I, I need a little, you know, what do they say, coin of the realm. In other words, he's <laughs> yeah. like, pay me, motherfuckers, pay me if yeah. you want me mic'd yeah. up. Do you know what they settled on? What? Well, the Sables initially offered 250 They got him to do it for 500 bucks. Wait a minute. The Sables started at 250 How'd it go up to 500 Oh, because he, right. he wrenched them upwards. Oh, yeah. He said, he said that... It's, that won't even take care of my dry cleaning bill. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. God, Hank Stram was a beauty, man. They don't make yeah. him like Hank Stram anymore. They don't make the character colorful coaches in the NFL. They're bland automatrons these days. Well, because the, the one who wins the Super Bowls most of the time is as bland as can be. Moving on to Cincinnati. Yeah. So that's, that's, you know, that's, that's the way it is these days. All right. Andy, thanks for your time tonight. We appreciate it. All right, Zach. Take All care. Right, there you go. Andy Pollan. Let's end on this today, and hold on a second. I know I have another tab up here. Oh, if I close this. Oh, you know what happened? God bless my daughter. My daughter often comes in my office, and she'll just knock out of my tabs, knock out of my head. I'll have a story all ready and waiting to go, and next thing you know, she's in here surfing away, listening to music, uh, having a grand old time. So, with that said, as I quickly scan to find what it is, 
Here, I'll just Google it for you. Nice prep work yet again. No music, no sound bites, no nothing. Very dry today. Today's Zabecast. Dry and sad with the passing of Kobe Bryant. Maine to consider emoji license plates. Yep. I'm not kidding. Maine is voting on whether or not to allow emojis on license plates. Now, you might say, oh, 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 I so want to have nothing but a poop emoji in the middle of my license plate. If only that would be a real thing. No, apparently there's only going to be six different emojis you can choose from. And you will still have to have numbers and letters. So it'll be like some numbers, some letters, and then an emoji. And I'm sure you can't get the good emojis that you want. Who wouldn't want to be poop Christmas tree uh, and then sweat? What, what are the, what is the emojis for uh, sec, the, the sexual emojis? That would be cool. There, there would be a re- it's, By the way, it's going to be $26 a year for the vanity emoji license plate. Uh, The vote is coming up, uh, I believe, this week, and uh, we'll see if Vermont gets it through. Did I say Maine, Vermont? Eh, Maine, Vermont. It's all the same. All right, thanks for listening today. A very disjointed, very dry, very cold Zabecast as Kobe Bryant passes away at 41 years old, uh, along with eight other souls who have brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers and kids and family who are just as devastated. So let's try to keep them in mind as well uh, while we're gushing about, talking about, obsessing about, and retweeting highlight packages of Kobe Bryant's undeniably amazing exploits on the basketball court. Thanks for listening. Have a good Monday if you can, and we will see you tomorrow.